What's going on guys, it's Fantasy Soccer Change here, bringing you another episode of our Drafters Best Ball Series. Again, released every Tuesday, we hop on Drafters, build the best ball draft, and uh, yeah, if you guys ever want to join in on these videos, make sure you uh, join the Discord, I'll be dropping the Discord uh, link in the Discord every week uh, prior to recording this video, and if you haven't already, use code FSC for 50% matchback on your first deposit. You deposit ten dollars, you get fifty dollars credit, so on and so forth. We've said it multiple times, but yeah, if you're watching right now, go like, comment, subscribe down below. You know, get going. But uh, yeah, let's hit that intro. Are you ready, Jerry? I'm ready. Just want to make sure you're ready, brother. Show me the money. Okay, so I again, I as I mentioned, I'll be drafting from the ninth spot in today's video, and uh, yeah, it's definitely an interesting spot. Uh, one that I'll have to see where the top running backs go because let's be honest here, uh, you're gonna miss out on that first tier. It just depends if I can get a guy like Derrick Henry maybe to fall there. Uh, I'll be extremely uh, extremely happy with that. But you know, first three picks expected to be as goes. Christian McCaffrey goes one, should be Saquon, and then. Uh, ZQL going third. So definitely interested in seeing who's going to be there at the ninth overall selection. If I have to, uh, I'm expecting to be choosing from some of the top receivers, but uh, hopefully a running back makes it to me. As we see Alvin Kamara actually come off the board before Ezekiel Elliott. So uh, again, those guys battling for the third overall spot, Ezekiel Elliott fourth, typical starting uh, top four. Should be able to see, yep, Michael Thomas come next. And these next three picks should be some sort of Dalvin Cook, Derrick Henry, Devontae Adams type uh, combination. So uh, planning for that ninth overall pick. Now, again, as I mentioned, hopefully Derrick Henry can fall to me. If not, uh, I'll most likely be looking at receiver. Uh, could be taking Austin Eckler. I mean, according to my board, uh, he'd be my highest. But hopefully we don't have to worry about that. Get Derrick Henry and maybe Eckler will fall to us at 16. But uh, fingers crossed on Derrick Henry here. 48 seconds. Again, I'll most likely, uh, after the first couple rounds, be editing editing out the uh, little time in between so you guys don't have to worry about, uh, you know, constantly uh, waiting. Swifter video, more efficient. But, yeah, definitely. See. So, Joe Mixon actually goes off the board before Derrick Henry. Makes my decision easier. We'll be taking Derrick Henry running back from the Tennessee Titans. Again, we've mentioned him a lot on the channel. He's actually my RB5 right now. After the top four being Elliot, Kamara, Saquon, and um, Christian McCaffrey. And with Derrick Henry, I mean, you know what you're getting. You're getting a workload-dependent uh, stud back. I mean, he's probably going to get 300, 310-plus carries. Uh, shooting to be a top three in the league in rushing. Going to get a lot of rushing scores. The main uh, detractor of a Derrick Henry is the pass-catching element, which, uh, again, it's a concern. But when he's getting uh, that type of workload that we saw from last season, I mean, we saw the upside. We saw the consistency uh, with Derrick Henry. So I'm more than fine making him the ninth overall selection here in my first-round pick. So, uh, yeah, we're locking up uh, Derrick Henry running back from the Tennessee Titans. So, uh, again, as I mentioned, after these first two picks, we'll kind of see this in between for 16. But after that, I'll uh, I'll be editing out the uh, in in between bits just so it's more uh, more swift for you guys to watch. So uh, yeah, we see uh, Miles Sanders go off the board after Derrick Henry. I mean, tenth overall pick is interesting. Uh, he would be 
Yeah, uh, I, I think uh, it, you can make the case for him at about like 12, 13, but 10 may be a little early, especially if uh, Austin Eckler's on the board. I mean, he's my RB7 overall. In fact, again, I, I've mentioned it so many times, the fact that the fantasy community is disrespecting uh, disrespecting Austin Eckler the way that they are uh, at this point is just ridiculous to me because 204 vacated touches from the 12 games that Melvin Gordon played, 17 per game. Uh, they replaced Melvin Gordon with a fifth round rookie running back in Josh Kelly. So why do people just assume that Austin Eckler's workload is going to go down? Again, I've mentioned multiple times. He was the RB2, RB2 without Melvin Gordon, RB10 with Melvin Gordon. And, uh, he was the RB10 with Melvin Gordon on six carries per game. Now people are going to say, oh, Tyrod Taylor got added. The receiving workload is not going to be there. Yada, yada, yada. That's complete nonsense to me. I mean, the way I look at it, uh, Tyrod Taylor was able to support a top four overall running back in 2016 in LeSean McCoy. People are going to say, oh, he only caught 50 passes. Well, his career high, he had one year with 91 targets. Other than that, he didn't have a single season with 70 plus targets. Austin Eckler is a completely different back to what LeSean McCoy is. Now, uh, again, Austin Eckler is going to be flanked out wide. He's going to be catching passes from the slot. I mean, he's just such a versatile overall player that like just saying, oh, Tyrod's not going to dump it off is just false it's a false narrative like i've said multiple times on this channel it's just a false narrative that people play into and uh yeah hopefully he can make it there for me at 16 i'll be loving life if that uh if that happens now see travis kelsey go off the board i'll get the uh table view for you guys in just a moment so yeah after i picked derrick henry we saw miles sanders uh josh jacobs Kenyon drake Tyreek Hill, good value there, especially best ball format. His teammate, Travis Kelsey, go off the board, and then Nick Chubb following that up. So, yeah, as I was mentioning earlier, uh, this pick to me is really a no-brainer. Uh, Julio is a really uh, really tempting option, but uh, I'm going to lock up Austin Eckler. Again, my RB7 overall, first-round pick in my opinion, that's falling to the uh, early to mid-second round. Don't let this happen, guys. So, I'll be selecting Austin Eckler running back from the Los Angeles Chargers. So. I uh, really, really like that pick there. Um, so, yeah, we're back. Uh, three picks away from our third round selection, 33rd overall. Again, after I selected Austin Eckler running back from Los Angeles Chargers, we saw George Kittle go off the board, tight end. Joe Mixon, tight end. Uh, Joe Mixon and George Kittle stacked there. So, running back, tight end, I don't mind that. Uh, then we see Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, is actually a really, really solid receiving tandem. Uh, I really like that. Again, my number one overall ranked receiver, my number three. If you're going to go zero, uh, if you're going to start two wide receivers, that's definitely the way you do it. Uh, really solid stack there. So uh, after that, we saw Aaron Jones go off the board, followed by DeAndre Hopkins, another two wide receivers set there. Uh, Chris Godwin, Lamar Jackson, Kenny Galladay, Mike Evans to round out the second round. And then at the start of the third round, we saw Tyler's boy, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire running back from the Chiefs, Le'Veon Bell, Juju Smith-Schuster, Patrick Mahomes, Todd Gurley, and Allen Robinson go off the board. And then right now, uh, so he's definitely going RB0 with the Mark Andrews selection. So that's definitely interesting. So, uh, yeah, and then DJ Moore. So now we're back on the clock here. Now let me just take a quick peek at the running backs. Yeah, uh, see, I'm not a Leonard Fournette guy. Maybe if he falls to the fourth, I consider him. But uh, let me take the wide receivers, uh, check the wide receivers available. Um... This is uh, definitely interesting. I don't mind uh, Bobby Trees is a good selection, but third round's a little early. That's kind of ugly right now. Hmm, um, this is interesting. Just give me a second. Uh, is Melvin Gordon available? 
I do have Melvin Gordon as my next rated back, but I'm most likely just going to take the receiving talent. Oh, Adam Thielen's here. I didn't even notice that. So I'm going to be going with Adam Thielen, wide receiver from the Minnesota Vikings, my next rated receiver. Nine overall, PPR formats. I mean, he's definitely a safe selection, especially at the end of the second round. So uh, although I didn't get the pass catching upside from my running back in the first round and Derrick Henry, more than made up for it with Austin Eckler. And then Adam Thielen is probably going to catch about 100 balls if he stays healthy this year. So especially with uh, losing Stefan Diggs. So I really like that value here at the end of the third round. Now, uh, we'll definitely see, uh, definitely interested in seeing who's going to be available. So we just saw Leonard Fournette mention if he was there at 40, I'd probably think that's a, a good enough value to take him. But uh, hopefully Melvin Gordon can actually make it back to me. Now that I'm thinking about it, um, again, after Melvin Gordon, uh, running backs become a little, uh, a little more wishy-washy. I love JT and Swift, but we don't know how they're going to start the beginning of the season. So uh, definitely interesting. I think Melvin Gordon's uh, the safest running back left. People are going to argue David Johnson. Don't argue him. He's, no, end of, end of discussion here. Uh, we, we've said multiple times on the channel why we're all off of David Johnson. If you guys haven't already, go check that out. Uh, a lot of videos on that. But uh, yeah, so we'll be back on the clock here in three picks. So after we took Adam Thielen, we saw Odo Beckham Jr., Lucas's boy, wide receiver from the Cleveland Browns, Leonard Fournette, Amari Cooper, and James Conner go off the board. So now uh, NF Alex is uh, making his uh, fourth overall selection. So uh, we'll see where he goes. But looking at the board here, uh, I'm definitely interested in uh, Robert Woods, Terry McLaurin, and Calvin Ridley, which will probably be my next three. Uh, yeah, uh, hopefully I can just take one of those guys and maybe get a running back on the way back because, uh, yeah, that would be pretty pretty nice. So. Uh, we'll, we'll see what happens. So we saw Bobby Trees go off the board. Robbie Woods, Bobby Trees, you know how it is. And, uh, yeah, we're guaranteed one of Calvin Ridley or Terry McLaurin. So, uh, yeah, we'll be taking uh, Calvin Ridley here, wide receiver from the Atlanta Falcons. Now, uh, I love Terry McLaurin. Don't get me wrong. He is my wide receiver at 16 or 17 overall in redraft. But when you're looking at just vacated production, 258 targets from the Atlanta Falcons. Calvin Ridley showed last season that when he is dependent upon to take the next step, he is capable of doing it. Now, you look at that look at that offense. They're most likely going to be top five in overall passing attempts next year. 67% last year, passed the run split, led the NFL last year. You're looking at Calvin Ridley. I mean, he, this is the prime moment for him to take that step into the fringe top 10 range of receivers. And uh, I think he's my wide receiver 13 or 14 overall right now. Uh, but taking that upside here at the beginning of the fourth round, especially when paired with such a safe option in Adam Thielen, ultimately is going to be a, a very nice pick. So Calvin Ridley, wide receiver from Atlanta Falcons, book it. Uh, so we're back. Uh Pick away from being on the clock. I was hoping that Terry McLaurin would fall to me, but unfortunately he was sniped uh, two picks before. So again, after we went with Calvin Ridley, uh, we saw Cooper Cup, Chris Carson, Keenan Allen, Melvin Gordon, Jonathan Taylor, David Johnson, DJ Chark, Cortland Sutton, DK Metcalf, excuse me, David Montgomery, Stefan Diggs, Zach Ertz, Tyler Lockett, uh, Mark Ingram, Terry McLaurin, and Devontae Parker go off the board. So these two receivers were definitely my next two picks. Uh, like waiting, uh, hoping one of them fell. Now, uh, at the receiver position, I really like, uh, Gallup, Landry, uh, Edelman. I'm recording this actually, uh, the day that Cam Newton signed. So that's definitely interesting to see the dynamic, uh, affecting him. But I like the value still of, uh, Julian Edelman. I still think he's going to be a, a good fantasy contributor, especially with an improved quarterback situation. But, uh, guy I'm going to continue harping on, on the channel, 
DeAndre Swift, getting him here at the end of the fifth round is basically taking candy from a baby. I mean, he's a top 20 running back that nobody's going to acknowledge that because they think Detroit's a wasteland for running back. So I'm more than fine taking the top 40 selection, my RB1 uh, on the class, so uh, or RB2. So I'm going to be taking DeAndre Swift. Yeah, so uh, speaking of DeAndre Swift, he was my RB2 ranked in this draft class behind Jonathan Taylor. Uh, top 40 player overall for me, and getting him here... Uh, Again, he lands in the Detroit Lions situation. People aren't taking into account the fact that, A, he was a top 40 pick for a reason. He was the 35th pick overall, I believe. Actually, before uh, Jonathan Taylor, oddly enough. And uh, B, in general. I mean, we saw what uh, On Johnson was able to do last year. Like, again, he was inefficient. He produced 3.5 yards per carry. Uh, yards per touch was low as well. I don't have the exact efficiencies on me, but I know uh, they were definitely off of... Uh, what we're accustomed to seeing, and not to mention, I mean, the injury concerns, yet he still received over 16 touches per game. So if even if we're able to see DeAndre Swift get a 10 to 12 touch per game type role, like he's so efficient. He likens, uh, I liken him to a guy like Alvin Kamara, obviously not that efficient, but uh, in terms of play style, in terms of elusiveness, vision, uh, overall uh, talent uh, at the uh, as a prospect actually goes to Swift. So uh, in general, when I'm watching uh, DeAndre Swift play, I definitely think that he can realistically carve out a really good role on the Detroit Lions uh, team. So getting him here again at the end of the fifth round after some of the guys that we saw go before him uh, is definitely great uh, great news in my opinion. Like Chris Carson going a full round before him is disgusting to me. So uh, yeah, I'm going to be back on the clock here and looking at the receiver position is most likely going to be the pick. Uh Definitely interesting here. Uh, some interesting names. I mean, Tyler Boyd's there, Michael Gallup, uh, Julian Edelman, Jarvis Landry, and uh, we're not going to be mentioning A.J. Green's name. Do not take him in fantasy this year. Like, if you think, oh, he was he looked elite in 2016, he's so good. Like, no, don't do it. Please, just save save yourself for the hassle. Don't do it. Uh, and then we're looking at quarterbacks. I mean, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, Dak, Deshaun. I mean, there's still really good options. Hopefully, one can maybe fall back to me at the seventh pick. I'll be more than happy with that, especially considering two of these guys already have quarterbacks locked up, so I'm more likely to be able to get one. So uh, that's definitely interesting here. Uh, but yeah, the pick is looking like it's going to most likely be at the wide receiver position, especially in a start three wide receiver, full PPR league, as we saw Brandon Cook go off the board. Uh, really good pick there. Uh to me, I th I honestly believe that the pick's going to be Michael Gallup. Uh, I mean, lo just looking at it, again, it's really close, really tough decision here. But when I'm looking at Michael Gallup, uh, again, 1,100-yard uh, yard receiver last year with Dallas. He uh, People think, oh, C.D. Lamb was out of there to take care of Michael Gallup's workload. And that is completely false because Randall, Gall Randall Cobb himself vacates 83 targets. Jason Wynn vacates another 83 targets, 166 uh, between those two players, 190 total vacated targets for the team in general. Why would C.D. Lamb's production come uh, come and take place from uh, Michael Gallup? Again, I still think he's going to flirt with 130, 135 targets if he's able to play the full 16-game slate. And uh, in general, he's a he's a top 25 uh, receiver in my opinion. I think I have my I'm a wide receiver 25 overall. And uh, he le has legitimate top 15 upside if he's able to hit. And as I have said multiple times, I think this offense is going to be fantastic. So uh, I'll definitely swoop up that second-year breakout going into his third-year player in Michael Gallup. Three seconds left. 
scoop that up more than happy he is my wide receiver three on a team where i'm really balanced you know uh derrick henry austin eckler adam Thielen, calvin ridley deandre swift and michael gallup rounding out the top six rounds so i'll see you back uh when we're making our seventh round selection but uh yeah so we are a pick away from being back on the clock after our michael gallup selection so uh to finish off the sixth round we saw kareem hunt jarvis landry ronald jones jk dobbins aj green Julian Edelman, Darren Waller, Tyler Boyd, and then the seventh round had it, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, low quarterback run, Damian Williams, Debo Samuel, Tyler Higby, Will Fuller, and then Dak Prescott going off the board two picks before me, which is really interesting because uh, he was actually going to be my selection. So uh, that one hurts a little bit, but uh, hopefully we can get uh, Deshaun Watson, which we do. Perfect. Deshaun Watson, quarterback from the Houston Texans. Again, we've mentioned it multiple times on the channel. Bush is harping on him every time he gets the chance. He is going to probably most likely flirt with that 600 attempt range, especially with the uh, a declining defense and uh, in general. I mean, we've seen it uh, multiple times. Like Deshaun Watson is just a type of player where uh, he can get out of the pocket. He can make plays. And what did they replace DeAndre Hopkins with? DeAndre Hopkins, excuse me, with a speedster and Brandon Cooks. Uh, no, Brandon Cooks is not DeAndre Hopkins. I'm not saying that. But when fully healthy, uh, we see that his receiving corpse definitely suits his style of play. I mean, Brandon Cooks, Will Fuller, Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb. He's definitely still got weapons to to definitely make uh make a good case uh for him still being that elite option. So wrapping him up here, best ball format in this late seventh round. He has the uh talent and the overall upside to be able to have that 40 point type week that we uh we really covet in a best ball draft so i definitely like that pick uh now going back on the turn here just kind of going to prepare for uh who i want so uh to me here it's going to be hayden hurst oh my gosh if hayden hurst falls to me in a best ball especially in that offense i'm going to be so happy but uh talking about hayden hurst uh we've said it multiple times if he stays healthy he's most likely going to receive about 100 targets i mentioned it with calvin ridley if i have calvin ridley and hayden hurst i'm flirting with a top five overall finisher at their position weekly between those guys simply because the targets are going to be spread out they're going to be high volume and they're gonna in general the, the overall targets if we're talking about matt ryan from a fantasy perspective there's no way he doesn't finish as a top 10 quarterback with those amount of targets with that amount of volume like we've seen it multiple times Dirk cutter loves getting his tight ends the ball tight ends flourish under Dirk cutter now running backs definitely don't as bush will say but we saw it uh, i've said it multiple times again hayden hurst is a more talented more athletic player than austin hooper was and we saw what austin hooper was able to do last season 18.5 percent target market share tight end one for the first eight weeks of last season uh to me it's going to be a slam dunk if hayden hurst is able to make it there uh to me in at my eighth round selection he is my current tight end six overall on my board uh so i am going to be over the moon if he falls to me we just have to fa uh fade moss taking him because uh, I'm just going to assume that this guy doesn't double up at tight end with Kelsey and him. But hopefully not. Who's he take? Come on. Let's uh, let's see that pick go. Uh, he goes Evan. Oh, wow. So he did go the, the double up. Except he with with the the uh, tight end right after uh, Hurst in my, in my ranking. So, yeah, as I mentioned, Hayden Hurst. Lock that up. No ifs, ands, or buts. Let's go. I'll see you in the ninth round selection. So uh, we're actually about to be back on the clock for our ninth round selection. After I took Hayden Hurst, tight end from the Atlanta Falcons, we saw Carryon Johnson, Tariq Cohen, 
Christian Kirk, Jerry Judy, Marlon Mack, Jordan Howard, Sterling Shepard, Tom Brady leave off the eighth round. And then at the start of the ninth round, we saw Alexander Madison, Anthony Miller, Philip Lindsay, Rob Gronkowski, Matt Breda, CeeDee Lamb, and Tevin Coleman go off the board. So uh, after uh, Ebola, oh, sorry, I don't want to even pronounce that. And yeah, th- cut that. Uh, <laughs> uh, he actually goes with uh, Josh Allen, quarterback from the Buffalo, uh, Buffalo Bills. So I'm back on the clock here and uh, just looking at the board. Uh, let me take a quick gander uh, to see who's available. Um, it's kind of dry at the running back position, to be quite honest. I do like Sony, but uh, I'm kind of nervous about that Cam Newton selection, especially uh, in terms of Sony's overall goal line uh, work. So if he's there in the 10th, I'll definitely consider it. I do like Zach Moss as well, but I think he uh, he could make it back to me. So uh, I'm just going to check out the wide receiver position, uh, see if a couple of my names are still here. Um did Deontay Johnson go? Yes, he did. Okay. Uh, give me a second. It's definitely interesting here. Uh, I do like Slayton as well. Uh, I'll most likely go Slayton. Ten seconds left. Yeah, give me uh, give me uh, Darius Slayton, wide receiver from the New York Giants. He's going to have his blow-up games, as we saw last year in a best ball format. It's very valuable having a guy like that. So, uh, give it, give me that. Uh, we're gonna be waiting uh, six overall picks. Uh, for my next overall selection, hopefully I'm able to get Zach Moss there. So uh, we'll wait that out, see what happens. But yeah, uh, just looking at the roster so far, uh, again, Derek Henry, Austin Eckler, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Swift, Michael Gallup, Deshaun Watson, Hayden Hurst, and Darius Slayton all go off the board as we see uh, Sonny Michelle get taken by Moss Def. Uh, I really like how this team's turning out. I mean, uh, overall, uh, we got three uh, three really good uh Really good running backs that I like. Hopefully, we can get four if Zach Moss falls. Uh, and that receiving talent that we have, I, I really trust all four of those guys to make an impact on uh, certain weeks. Really good upside there. Deshaun Watson, Hayden Hurst mentioned them at those onesie positions at quarterback and tight end in a best ball format, locking down guys with the ceiling of those two uh, will win me some weeks. So I'm definitely happy with that. So uh, yeah, we'll see. Uh, hopefully, this guy can you know make a pick. Uh, cause, uh, this is taking, uh, taking forever, but, uh, yeah, come on, man. What are you, what are you doing? He, I believe he timed out on his last two selections as well. Like you're in a best ball draft. We all have things to do. Let's get it going. I mean, as I say that I'm re- literally recording and taking the whole clock as well. So kudos, but, uh, yeah, we'll see who's taking that 107, uh, if it actually loads and, uh, he goes Jared Cook. So he has three tight ends. Well, okay. Uh, that's what you get from auto for auto picking, I guess. Right. Especially Jared Cook. Was Jared Cook over some of the tight ends like Jonu, Jasicki, uh, Fan- oh, God, oh, Henry Hooper, like Doyle. Like, what the heck? Like, I don't mind Cook maybe as like a mid tier tight end two type. Like, you have him ranked as like tight end 13 to 15. Okay, I understand that. But man, taking him over some of those upside options just boggles my mind, especially in a best ball format. Uh, yeah, that's a, definitely a weird pick, but uh, Latavius Murray actually goes off the board next uh, to Case Smithers. So three picks away again. Hopefully uh, this turn can really come around just so uh, we can make it more swift and easy for you guys to watch. But uh, yeah, Henry Ruggs, Bush's boy, definitely a really good pick, especially in a best ball format. Great week one matchup uh, in the 10th round. So I, re- I really like uh, that return right there. So 
Uh, we're just hoping that uh, Zach Moss can fall to me. As we mentioned, Matt Ryan, really good pick in the 10th round of a best ball. We've mentioned how high-octane that Atlanta Falcons offense is going to be as we see Carson Wentz go off the board. So uh, really good value for both those teams. I am going to be taking Zach Moss, running back from the Buffalo Bills. Mentioned it. He has a, an 11 touch per game type workload available to him from the departure of Frank Gore. 179 vacated touches, 26 red zone opportunities. So even if he's able to fill 90% of that work, that's still 10 touches per game available to him. And getting a guy like that in the 10th round with both standalone value and potential upside, if anything were to happen to Devin Singletary to be a three down back, I really like that, uh, really like that pick. So locking up Zach Moss. We'll see you back on the uh, 11th round selection and uh, who will be able to get over there. So we're about to be back on the clock here. Again, after we selected Zach Moss running back from the Buffalo Bills, we saw Manuel Sanders, Mike Williams, Aaron Rodgers, Preston Williams, Deshaun Jackson, Antonio Gibson, excuse me, but Boston Scott, Tony Pollard. Boston Scott over Pollard is very, very interesting there. Justin Jefferson, John Smith, great pick. I wanted him. Uh, Jameson Crowder, uh, Duke Johnson, Drew Brees, Austin Hooper, and Chase Edmonds go off the board. Uh, now we see Hunter Henry off the board. So we are back on the clock here. Again, as I mentioned, I really wanted John to fall to me. After that, I mean, uh, I do like uh, Jasicki Jarwin, but I think I could be able to get them at the next round. Especially with Hayden Hurst, I'm very confident in him. Uh, looking at the receivers, uh, is there any value? Maybe like Brashad Perriman I like. Uh, Mr. Pittman, is Pittman here? Okay, so I really like Pittman and Perriman, so uh, I'll keep that in mind. And is there any quarterback worth it here? Uh, Cam Newton's definitely interesting now, uh, especially at this point. I, he would probably – oh, Stafford. Stafford's definitely the best. I do like uh, Cam Newton, especially at the uh, the value he's currently going. So uh, I'm going to actually go with uh, – here, who did I mention? I'm going to go with uh, Pittman. Where's Pittman, 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 Pittman? Uh, I'm just St- Stafford, Stafford, Stafford. No, no. Fuck. Okay, John Brown's not bad. Sorry for my language, but yeah, John Brown's definitely not bad at the 11th round. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, damn. Yeah, uh, so we see Stafford go off, of course. Of course we see Stafford go off. Uh, and uh, Daniel Jones, so... Definitely interesting there. Uh, that's unfortunate. I really wanted uh, Stafford there, but, you know, whatever. That's what happens when you're uh, too busy uh, taking your time, right? But, um, yeah, looking here, uh, I'm thinking Blake Jarwin would be a solid pick here. But uh, I don't mind going back to the quarterback well. And uh, looking at the guys here, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger is a really good, uh, really good shout. Cam Newton again. The injuries concern me enough to uh, wait on either of those guys. So uh, let me just check the receivers. I'm going to go with Pittman because uh, that's who I wanted before. He ended up getting uh, fortunately skipped over there. But, yeah, I'm happy now. But uh, I'll see you guys at the 13th round selection. So we're about to be back on the clock here again. As I mentioned, I I went with Michael Pittman Jr. as my last pick. Uh, We got Joe Burrow, Jack Doyle, Noah Fant. Nikhil Harry, Sammy Watkins, Cam Newton, Tyrell Williams, Dallas Goddard to finish off the 12th, and then Alan Lazard, Blake Jarwin, Jalen Rager, Alshon Jeffrey, Darrell Henderson, Darrington Evans, Devontae Freeman, and A.J. Dillon. Excuse me, going off in the 13th. Now, when I'm looking at the board here, 
Uh, just looking at it, ooh, the tight end position kind of got decimated. I really wanted a Jarwin or one of those guys to fall to me. Uh, I'm most likely going to be looking at the quarterback position and looking at that. I really do like the value that Big Ben provides, especially the upside. Imagine him a ton on this channel, but getting him here in a best ball format at the round 13 uh, area is really good value for me. So I'm going to lock up Ben Roethlisberger. And uh, I'm really hoping that, um, what's his name? Anthony McFarlane Jr. ends up falling back to me. Can we mention the in, uh, inconsistencies in terms of James Conner was saying on, oh, damn. Okay, well, uh, speaking of that, really good value. Uh, was hoping he made it back to me, but uh, we move on. Uh, live and forget. You know, holding in my tears right now. Maybe Carlos Hyde can make it back to me. That wouldn't be too bad either. Uh, as Corey has mentioned multiple times, uh, we don't know about the health of Chris Carson. So uh, taking a cheap guy uh, as an insurance policy to Carson in the 14th round in Carlos Hyde. Again, mentioned before, he has shown a thousand yard type capability when thrust into the spotlight. Brandon Ayuk was a great pick, by the way. Uh, so, yeah, if I can get Hyde there, uh, that's something that to be a good value. So, yeah, I'm going to be going with Carlos Hyde, running back from the Seattle Seahawks. 14th round selection, I really like the value on him, and I will see you back in the 15th round. So, we are about to be back on the clock here, as we are. We saw a little quarterback run happen in this 15th round area. Uh, unfortunate about that tight end. I really wanted one to fall, but... Uh... Looking at it now, I mean, it's kind of a wish-wash. Maybe a guy like David Njoku, Dawson Knox, uh, OJ wouldn't be the worst. But uh, I'm going to be looking at uh, some of the other positions. Uh, so let's take a look at the running backs. Not too much value here. Maybe a Josh Kelly just to sure up our uh, investment on Austin Eckler. Uh, that could be a, a very good case. But I'm actually going to be going. Brashad Perriman's still available right now. Easy snap. No brainer. Rashad Perriman, round 15, insanity. We mentioned uh, multiple times, uh, you guys will be seeing this before our hot commodities on Thursday episode, our values between rounds 11 and 15. But talking about uh, Rashad Perriman, I mean, the fact that he is going so late right now, he has the potential to solidify himself as the wide receiver one on the Jets. Now, I know wide receiver one on the Jets doesn't sound too sexy, but that position is going to yield 100 plus targets. I mean, we saw it uh, with Robbie Henderson over the years. He had round seven, round six, round eight type ADP uh, when he was occupying that role. And to me, like, Brashad Perriman is a more complete overall receiver than uh, Robbie Anderson's ever been. So being able to get him here in the freaking 15th round is insanity. So I really I really like that value. Uh, now, going back on the clock here, uh, we're looking at a couple, uh, couple decent picks. Uh quarterbacks kind of brim but uh i'll actually just uh any running backs real quick before i make a tight end pick uh that's kind of that's kind of dim uh we'll be probably selecting a tight end here now looking at the board uh i don't mind johnson knox i mean uh he's got potential from an athletic standpoint to really uh develop a rapport with uh josh allen i think he's very talented very uh very athletic uh, tight end option, and take him here in the 16th round. To me, is a really good value, so snag him up here. Tight end two is a little concerning, but uh, again, good value on him. So we are about to be back in the clock here again, uh, 17th round. After I went with uh, the selection of Dawson Knox, tight end from Buffalo, we saw Josh Kelly, Kenny Stills, Dunzel Mims, Ryquel Armstead, Jamal Williams, David Njoku, Kendrick Bourne, Traquan Smith go off the board to end the 16th round. And in the start of the 17th, we saw Jay Sternberger, uh, 
yeah, Didi Westbrook, Tua Tungavailoa, T. Higgins, LaVisca Chenault, Gerald Everett, Cole Beasley, and Kyle Rudolph go off the board. So looking back on these picks now, uh, just trying to find some values and, uh, Ah, it's kind of it's kind of brim to be quite honest. I mean, looking at the quarterback position, maybe to Rod Taylor, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, Dwayne Haskins would probably be the number one there. Looking at the running back position, uh, it's kind of brim as well. Maybe Chris Thompson, a little pass catching upside, but again, this is best ball. Don't take those type of players uh, as your bench spot. So uh, I feel like the value is going to honestly be here at receiver. Uh, I don't have too many picks. I'm just going to go. Uh, I'll take Randall Cobb. You know what? Maybe he has a, a little rapport with uh, Deshaun Watson. Develops a, a nice little connection. Don't mind that value, especially round 17. So, uh, yeah, hopefully maybe I can get a, like a Dwayne Haskins. Maybe next round wouldn't be too bad. Uh, we've hyped up uh, how good we believe Terry McLaurin can be. Uh, and I mentioned, like, Dwayne Haskins, as bad of a rookie season as he honestly had last year, he really improved down the stretch. Those last five games were so much better than the first four. I mean, uh, I mentioned the uh, the overall statistics of it in uh, a recent ADP battles with Justin from Father Son Fantasy Football. And uh, we're talking about Terry McLaurin, but yeah, the uh, the really step the real step up with uh, Dwayne Haskins' play down the stretch was uh, very evident. So. Uh, anyways, hopefully we can get him, but touching upon again, Randall Cobb, the little connection we have on this stack in best ball with him and Deshaun Watson couldn't end up proving, could end up proving to be a really good value. So definitely like that pick. Now, uh, yeah, other than, uh, Dwayne Hassens, let's kind of map out who we, uh, who we hope to fall. So, uh, the tight end position, I'm not going to be touching anybody. I mean, don't draft these type of guys like Nick Boyle, Jesse James, Yuck, Vance, like, no. No thanks. So, uh, one of these uh, three positions is definitely going to be the pick. Talking about the receivers, just to get a quick, uh, quick glimpse. I wouldn't mind Steven Sims Jr. I do think he has a potential appeal in uh, late rounds of drafts, especially in a best ball format as a wide receiver two on that offense behind Terry McLaurin. I believe that is his role. He uh, really broke up down the stretch last year, so. Definitely like him. A little rapport there with uh, Dwayne Haskins, but I'm going to go with uh, Dwayne Haskins. I mean, uh, he's still a talented player. Uh, getting him here in the 18th round, uh, you're taking an upside on a second-year player, ending up uh, really uh, taking that next step, especially in how uh, how bad the situation was for him last year. So I definitely think he does have some type of potential to really outplay this uh, ADP, especially uh, going off the board in round 18 is a uh, good value on him. So I'll see you back on my 19th round selection, but we're really wrapping up this draft. Hope you guys have enjoyed so far. If you haven't already, like, comment, subscribe down below. Tell me uh, what you think about this draft. We'll go over the little roster overview once we're done. But, yeah, see you in the 19th round, y'all. So we are back on the clock here. Uh, last two picks of the draft, wrapping off the uh, yeah the draft. So uh, this is bleak, to be quite honest. Like There is like nothing I really, I'm really uh, interested in here. Um, can I search by rookies, maybe? Uh, is that a thing? No? Okay. Well, uh, yeah, this is uh, definitely a tough spot. Um, maybe there's some rookies. Wow. Okay. Um, looking right off the board right now. Uh, yuck. Uh, maybe we just get a handcuff. Uh, maybe Gio Bernard, a little pass catching uh, role there. Uh, yeah, whatever. We'll go Gio Bernard here. Uh, really nothing else there. Um, that's unfortunate. Uh, 
I wish we could sort by rookies here because uh, it's really tough to uh, find some of these guys. Lim Bowden would have been perfect if I knew he was there. Uh, that's rough. Uh, Malcolm Brown or whatever. I don't care. Um, touch upon some of these guys. Let me just take a quick run through just to kind of see if there is anybody uh, that really intrigues me at this point. But I really I doubt it, to be quite honest. Um, yeah, there's nothing uh, nothing too nice around here. Uh, it may be Foles, uh, whatever. Trubisky, I don't, I don't care. Um, this is this is really rough. Uh, like there's like nobody at tight end. What the heck? Um, yeah, we'll probably go with like Miles Boykin. Maybe I don't even know. Maybe a running back. Is there any running backs like with any value still available? Um. Uh, there doesn't look like it. Um. Yeah, I think Penny's going to be uh going to be hurt, but I could take Penny and uh maybe see if uh he ends up developing into a role. I have Hyde. I have I'll have Penny. Maybe if uh once Penny comes back uh. That's probably going to be a timeshare regardless. So I could go Penny or I could just take an, an upside shot at receiver. Yeah, Miles Boykin is probably the best name there. Maybe an Andy Isabella, but too many mouths to feed on the Arizona offense. So uh, I'll just take uh, I'll take Miles Boykin. Uh, I think uh, he could develop into a nice little role. Uh, actually, you know what? Uh, let me just take Rashad Penny. Whatever. A little, little, little 180 right there, but we're rolling. Rashad Penny, but uh, yeah. Glad you guys uh, stuck around for this draft. I know uh, we went a little deep, uh, 20 rounds of this best ball draft, picking from the ninth selection. Uh, this team so far, uh, we'll, we'll do a little wrap-up. I'll show a graphic on the screen while I'm talking right now. But uh, Derrick Henry, Austin Eckler, Adam Thielen, Calvin Ridley, DeAndre Swift, Michael Gallup, Deshaun Watson, Hayden Hurst, Darius Slayton, Zach Moss, John Brown, Michael Pittman, uh, ben Roethlisberger, Carlos Hyde, Brashad Perriman, Dawson Knox, Randall Cobb, Dwayne Haskins, Gio Bernard, and to wrap it up, Rashad Penny. Uh, again, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Again, every Tuesday, these best ball drops will be released. And uh, I'll mention it one more time while you're ending this video. If you haven't already, make sure... Uh, Use our promo code FSC, 50% match back on uh, your first deposit. So definitely free money. Why not use it? Especially uh, getting these drafts every Tuesday with us. Uh, these will be coming out, pumping out every week. So yeah, like, comment, subscribe down below. And uh, until next time, peace out, y'all.